One of the best things a company can do for their content marketing strategy is to create a content calendar for their business. While creating content on the fly has its advantages and should be applied when appropriate, there are a variety of benefits to having your content mapped out for an extended period of time. Hi, I'm Erica Taylor Montgomery, CEO and founder of Three Girls Media, and in this episode of Two Minute Marketing Tips, I teach you about what you can gain by using a content calendar as part of your marketing strategy. When it comes to putting together a content calendar for your business, you need to consider the type of content you're going to share. There are a few different ways that content can be categorized, evergreen versus topical, and informational versus self-promotional. First, let's cover evergreen versus topical. As the name implies, evergreen pieces stick around, just like the foliage on the plants the term was named after. With a relatively long shelf life, this type of content is perfect for adding to future dates in your calendar. If evergreen content stays relevant for an extended period, you can probably deduce that the topical content is more time-sensitive. This type of content includes breaking news as well as seasonal or timely information. Next, let's talk about informational versus self-promotional content. Informational pieces share information and serve the purpose of educating or entertaining your audience. Examples of this type of content include industry articles, photos, memes, or videos that aren't directly promoting your business. They're purely for the benefit of the customer and establishing yourself as their go-to source of information in your industry or niche. Self-promotional content serves the purpose of explaining why your business stands above the competition and helps to drive conversions from passive consumers to active customers. Three Girls subscribes to the 80-20 rule for our clients' content marketing strategies. This means that approximately 80% of your content should be informational pieces that aren't sales-driven, and the remaining 20% should be self-promotional and focus on your products or services. It's a safe mix that considers the audience's needs. I like to use a cocktail party example to demonstrate this. If you went to a party and met someone who only talked about themselves, how great they were, and everything they had to offer, you'd likely get pretty tired of them pretty quickly and wouldn't want to hang out with them for long. The same goes for social media. If all you do is talk about how great you are and your products and your services, people are going to be turned off and not want to follow or engage with you. So stick with the 80-20 rule. Now that we've covered the basics of the different types of content, it's time to start thinking about the forms of communication you're going to use to share it. The first, of course, is social media. Social media is top of mind when it comes to sharing information as part of your content marketing strategy. With so many different platforms to choose from and consumers spending increasingly more time scrolling their feeds and sharing information with their friends and families, it makes sense that social media has become a go-to avenue for communication with your audience. Next, there are blog posts. Blogging is an amazing way to provide insightful information for your audience, and it helps your website search engine optimization. Creating one long-form blog post of at least 2,000 words at least once a week is what Three Girls Media recommends. If 2,000 words a week is too much to start with, you can post bi-weekly. Whatever you choose, make sure you're consistent. 
Consistency and quality are critical for having a successful blog. Yet when it comes to blogging for business as part of a content marketing strategy, those two essentials are often the most overlooked. Search engines are constantly looking for new high-quality content so they can get the best possible information to users. When you're not posting regularly, the search engines won't know when to return to your site to catalog the latest information. By staying consistent and posting the same day of the week and the same time of day, for example, every Wednesday at exactly 10 a.m., you can actually train the search engines when to come back to your site at regular intervals to catalog new content. Of course, there are also newsletters. Newsletters are another fantastic form of content that puts information right in front of your audience without them having to search for it. When it comes to planning newsletters as part of the content calendar for your business, you'll want to send one out at least once a month. Be careful of sending too many, though. You don't want to annoy your subscribers with daily mailings and push them away. Make sure you keep your content short, sweet, and to the point. If you're sharing articles or blog posts, be sure to include an enticing snippet on what the article is about, along with a link to read it. And definitely don't overlook podcasts. Podcasts are an easy and convenient way to share information that are really gaining traction, and they should be included in a content calendar as part of your marketing strategy. As with the other forms of content marketing we've discussed, you're going to want to note how often you plan to create new episodes. This will depend on the type of podcast you have and its format. If you're doing quick, informative podcasts like this two-minute marketing tips, it'd be highly beneficial to post at least one or two times a week. As you consider your content calendar for your marketing strategy, make sure you create a schedule that you're going to be able to follow through with. Now that you know how often to plan to create your content, it's finally time to put it all together on a master calendar or spreadsheet. I recommend working one month at a time. This allows you to see all forms of content, and it's really a convenient way to plan your calendar without it becoming too overwhelming. Start by marking holidays or special events, as well as the days that you're posting to your blog, that you're sending out newsletters or uploading podcasts. After you outline which days your content's going to go out, you'll need to determine topics for your blog posts, your podcast, and your newsletters. Your content calendar will show when items go live, allowing you to repurpose your content in other areas. For example, you can use a blog post you scheduled at the beginning of the month in your social media as a jumping off point for your newsletter and then as a topic for your next podcast. Make sure to use your content in as many different ways as possible to get the most out of it. And that's it. You've created a content calendar for your marketing strategy. In order for it to be successful, remember to check it frequently and update it before the start of every month with new dates and topics. With this tool, you're going to save yourself valuable time in the long run, as well as energy that you can put into use in other areas of marketing your business. Do you need help with your content marketing strategy? Luckily, Three Girls Media offers full-service marketing and PR, from consulting services to social media management and more. Our Three Girls Media blog also regularly features helpful articles on a wide range of marketing, PR, and other business topics. 
and I offer a free 30-minute phone or video consultation to learn more about your specific goals and needs and discuss what we can potentially do for you. Interested? Just reach out to me through our website at threegirlsmedia.com. Thanks so much for listening.